Greetings, programs and applications. I'm Ben. And I am Keith. And we are the, the Two Gay, Gay Geeks. Geeks. We are the nerds behind TG Geeks webcast. Where we talk about sci-fi, comics, film, horror, genre. You name it, we talk about it. We release an episode every Monday morning at 6 a.m. Eastern. You can find us on iTunes, Blueberry, Spreaker, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio. Also, look us up on YouTube. And, of course, we can be found at TGGeeks.com, where you can find not only our webcast, but articles about other geeky goodness. So come along for the wildest ride in the potosphere. Did you just say potosphere? Hello, my name is Joe Hogan. Many of you know me as Epic Grays in various video games and social media. Welcome to episode 157 of Geektitude, a geek culture podcast that celebrates the inner geek in all of us. I am once again realist this week, but that's okay because we are joined today by the wonderful Raven from Girls Gone Wild. How you doing, Raven? Hey, I am good. I have been outside. I've got really wet. I've come inside. I've had a shower. Uh, and now I'm feeling good. I'm uh, looking forward to catching up with you. Yes, we just we just realized that the last time you were on the show was in 2017. Yeah, uh, the end of 2017, and I've it's been about a year since I've been on your show, which is just not acceptable anyway. No, no, it's this is an oversight on all counts, definitely. But we're going to make up for it because in almost exactly a month, you're ah! coming out here. I am! I am! It's super exciting! Yeah, so I've got a week's holiday this week, and then I've got three weeks back at work, and then I'm going to BlizzCon! Woo! Um, and you're coming with me, which is awesome. Yes, yes, and uh, so this is, will be my second BlizzCon, your first. Yeah, one and, and only. And once we get through our, our weekly geekery and all that fun stuff, that's what we're going to be talking about. We're going to be talking about um, different types of cons, because... Um, you've been to a lot of and run a lot of smaller cons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really, really small. Really, yeah. I mean, compared to BlizzCon, like totally different league. <laughs> yeah. So, so we're gonna we're gonna I, I'm gonna kind of sh- I think you're gonna be the interviewer today. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Give yeah, me yeah. some tips of the tricks. Um, yeah, perfect. But what have you been up to for the last two years? <laughs> What have I been up to for the last two years? Well, um, so Girls Gone Wow is still a thing. Um, we are, um, so EJ's obviously also coming out to BlizzCon, uh, with us. Um, we are approaching our 400th show. That's insane. Tonight. Yeah, we're recording 380, 380, 379 tonight. Oh, wow. Um, so yeah, we're getting up there. I'm, I'm going to like, we're hoping to do 400 around new year, but I don't know how I'm going to make that work. Cause we need to get some extra shows in somewhere. So you might find yourself recording like tiny little podcasts all the time when we're out at uh, BlizzCon <laughs> <laughs> to try and like make up our numbers. Um, uh, cause I set myself a goal of new year to do show 400 for no particular reason, but I feel like I've committed to it now. So that's that. So yeah, that's really good. Um, and I think probably the biggest thing that's changed with that over the last couple of years is that we now have a super active um, Discord community for the show. Mm-hmm. 
um, which we do casual night EU side um, raiding. Uh, and actually, we just killed Ashara. Maybe we'll get to that oh, more wow. in our like um, more in our weeks in, weekly geekery. But um, yeah, so we've got um, just on normal. But yeah, we've got a casual raid team. We've got mythic teams. We've got like there's a US group um, that aren't quite as organized as the EU group, but they are pretty organized and they get they get out and they do some stuff. So um, so yeah, I think the Discord community has probably um, really taken off since I last spoke to you. That's cool. Um, which is, yeah, it's, it is cool. It's really, really cool. Um, it's, uh, like I've really, uh, we're so happy about the way it's taken off. It's like a really committed group of people, um, who are all really supportive and really friendly. Um, and everyone's like, we've got loads of people into group content in WoW who didn't ever think they were going to get into, excuse me, group content in WoW. Um, so that's been really, really cool. We've really enjoyed that. Um, uh, I mean, politically, uh, both sides of the pond, everything's been very exciting and not in a uh, good way. So I spend quite a lot of time trying to explain to people who follow politics less clearly than I do, like what the fuck is going on mm-hmm. in UK politics, which is um, which is a challenge because quite often I don't know. Um, <laughs> and quite often it's really like, well, this shouldn't be happening. None of this should be happening. No. So... Uh, I mean, this last sort of week and a half have been particularly exciting. Yeah, I've, um, I've been seeing your Facebook posts and going, mm. well, at least it's not just us. <laughs> I'm sorry to share no. that with you, but at least it's not just us. No, you absolutely do not hold the monopoly on ridiculous, fucked up political systems at the moment. So that's so that's a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and I, I, I'm... Like, but I do feel like this is the week that maybe democracy started to get itself organized a little bit more. So, um, the Supreme Court in the UK found against the government. So they basically found that the prorogation, um, so, so the prime minister sort of stopped parliament for five weeks. Um, and, uh, the Supreme Court has ruled that unlawful, which is a huge victory for democracy. Um, the Supreme Court has basically said, no, the prime minister can't just decide to not have parliament. Like, it's not okay. Um, so, no, you have to have parliament because parliament is elected and it needs to keep happening. So, I mean, that's kind of, that that's a big win for democracy in the UK. Um, and obviously, the Democrats have started muttering about impeachment over on your side of the pond. So, yeah, we'll, we'll see how that goes. Um, I, I've stopped trying to get excited. We don't talk politics, <laughs> I'm sorry, but, but we're talking it today because... No, I just 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 a smidge. Yeah, yeah exactly. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. It's our geekiness. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, I I've stopped holding out hope for things because mm-hmm. I feel like when I get excited about things, it, it I don't want that disappointment. It's kind of like how I've I've talked about going to the movies on this podcast. I I keep my yeah, expectations yeah, yeah. low so I can't be disappointed. Um, and and it's just listening to to all the different things going on. I I stopped for a while until like a week ago. Matt was like, "So you hear about you following the impeachment stuff?" And I'm like, "No, I guess I'll listen to some of my politics podcasts, figure out what's going on again." Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say that from where from the places that I read um, U.S. politics, it certainly doesn't sound like a done deal. No, um, um, it's like there's a long way to go, but I'm. I'm pleased to see the sort of various mechanisms through which in both, on both sides of the, the um, Atlantic that, uh, that d- democracy happens. I'm pleased to see those mechanisms begin to start kind of 
drawing lines. Like the Supreme Court in the UK has definitely drawn a line mm-hmm. and said, no, this is not okay. And I think that's, um, I think that's positive. Um, regardless of where it lands is up due to Brexit and all the rest of it. I mean, there's, who knows what's going to happen there, but, um, but I'm really pleased to sort of see, it just feels like maybe democracy might happen again. Mm-hmm. Cause I feel like it's kind of not been happening <laughs> for a while and that's not good. So I'm no. glad to sort of, I'm glad to see things going back in the right direction. So there you go. Politics over. Um, but that has been occupying quite a lot of my headspace recently. Um, other than that, not an awful lot changed. I've still got, uh, so I've still got my horse. Dino's still doing Dino things. Um, he moved house this summer and we've been really, 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 really enjoying being in his new yard situation. And, um, I haven't posted this about much, much about this on Facebook actually, but the yard is now said it's closing. Oh my God. So, Isn't this like the third one in two years? Well, no, we moved three years ago to somewhere that was really nice in lots of ways. Um, last winter was a little bit difficult um, for various reasons. We want different things from some of the other livery owners. So um, there was some sort of conflict, shall we say? It wasn't awful, but there was some conflict and um, it was also quite expensive. So we moved them to somewhere else and the place where we are now is absolutely perfect. Like it's completely perfect. There's really hardly any way in which it could be more perfect, which mm-hmm. is probably why it's closing. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's really annoying and um i'm waiting to hear i was supposed to hear today but i don't uh, see any messages from anybody at the yard telling me whether we've got a space at a different yard that's owned by the same people so we're so that's slightly frustrating um but dino and i went out for a hack today in the rain and i thought it was cool and he hated every minute of it (laughs) he was literally like walking up the road with his nose tucked into his chest with his head bent to one side like I'm getting water in my eyes. I'm getting water in my ears. This is like, this is not very much fun. And I was like, oh, well, it's just nice to go for a nice walk. And then we bumped into a whole herd of deer, like almost a little bit too literally bumped into a whole oh herd my. of deer. Um, like I, I heard a rustle in the trees and I looked to my side and about probably about three feet to my left, there's a deer. And I'm like, oh, fallow deer, that's nice. And then I'm like, well, there's one, there's always more. And as I like looked around the trees, I suddenly realized there were about 20. Oh my God. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, we, he lives in Epping, um, which is, he, we don't live in the forest part of Epping. He doesn't live in the forest part of Epping, but he lives in, um, like properly in the English countryside. There are thousands of deer everywhere. Um, he hates them as it turns out. I didn't realize this until we moved him, but he hates deer. So when he noticed there was a deer, he had a little bit of a meltdown. That was quite exciting. Um, and of course he had a little bit of a meltdown and then 20 deer took off from the woods next to us and like shot out of the other side of the trees. And I was like, ah, okay. <laughs> so that was all a little bit, uh, a little bit more exciting than one might have heard, you know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then he was like, we're going home now. We're going home now really, really quickly. And I was like, no, let's just walk. And he was like, no, how about we canter? And I'm like, no, let's not canter. Let's walk. And he was like, nope. How about trotting? And I'm like, no, no. <laughs> Come on, compromise with me here. <laughs> let's just walk. So we compromised on a like really, really quick walk. Um, which, yeah. So 
yeah, so we've had a, yeah, it's been nice. I mean, it's been nice whilst we've been at this yard for a bit. So we've had a taste of paradise and I just hope that, uh, that we can have a, that we can find somewhere that he and his friend Poppy can go. That is awesome. Um, so yeah, a bit stressful. Does he, does he get along pretty well with other horses that he's just met or is there a long cooling off period? Um, he's pretty chill. Uh, so we moved him with his friend Poppy. So my friend Hannah, we moved the two ponies together and we're hoping to keep them together. So if they can't find us a space at this new yard, we will move them as a pair again. Um, and they're like best buds and have been for like three years. So Mm -hmm. he's always got a friend. Um, he can rub along pretty well with other horses in most situations. So yeah, he's pretty, He's pretty chill. Um, Poppy's much less chill. She's very, very opinionated. <laughs> um, but she's also, she's only tends to be opinionated if other horses kind of get in her face. So, so he can go out in herds with, uh, with others as long as he's got his like safety Poppy with him. <laughs> nice. Nice. <clears throat> well, very cool. It sounds like you've been busy. Well, you're always busy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I keep trying to not be busy and then, uh, it never works. Not once ever does it work. I look at my calendar and I'm like, oh yes, because I'm doing that thing. Oh, and I'm doing that thing. Oh, and I'm oh, and I'm doing that. Oh, oh, yeah. No, I'm just really busy. Yeah, I'm just one of those people. Yeah, no, I hear you. I'm right there with you. Um, <laughs> so speaking of busy, uh, we should talk to we should talk about our weekly geekery. <laughs> yeah. Um, I have. Did you ever listen to the Adventure Zone? <gasps> oh my god, yes, I was so excited to see this in the show notes. <laughs> what, did you stick with it after balance? Because I yes. I fell off. Oh, did you? Yes. And so I am now re like my my I guess I guess amnesty just ended and my did. my kids have been bullying me at school and saying that if I don't watch it they're gonna, you know, spoil it for me and do mean things. So I had to make sure that I started and with my commute I can usually get through like two to three episodes a day. Okay. So there's not so many of Amnesty. There's only like 36 or something. Yeah. So that shouldn't be so hard to catch up, but that's what I've been, I've been working up on and I forgot how much I enjoyed it. I think I just needed to get into the, um, just into the swing of it again. It took a little bit of a while to get going and it's like, it's really, it's not balance. And, um, you have to kind of be like, okay, it's not balance. Mm-hmm. Um, and balance, it, oh God, balance was just such a thing, such a thing. And it was so kind of perfect. And, um, uh, it, you kind of have to sort of put it away, <laughs> but it took a while to get, it did take me a while to get into amnesty. I kept listening to it because, um, well, cause I, I like hearing, uh, hearing those boys talking about stuff. Um, but it did take quite a while to get going, I think, and to sort of find their groove a little mm-hmm. bit. Um, I enjoyed the Monster of the Week sort of playbook thing that they've got going, and that um, it's a is it a Powered by Fate system that they're using? It's uh, Powered by Apocalypse. Is that what it's called? Powered by Apocalypse. There you go. Um, uh, I like that system um, because it's pretty straightforward and it gives them quite a lot of narrative freedom. Mm-hmm. Um, but it did. It was, it was probably, like, it's probably really only been in the last, like, third that I've been like, oh, what's going to happen now? Oh, I'm excited to, like, hear it. Mm-hmm. Whereas for the first, like, two thirds, I was like, oh, okay, it's next up is Amnesty. That's cool. Um, so it wasn't like, like I wasn't enjoying it, but it did take a while to really kind of gel for mm-hmm. me. But it does get good. 
Well, I'm looking forward to it. And I honestly, I feel like I laughed a lot more in this one. Like, I feel like when they hit a funny thing, like they really hit a funny thing this round. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's fair. I mean, I think balance got, um, I mean, certainly, so the beginning balance was just kind of all over the place and it takes them a while to get going. Right. And I think it's kind of funny in the middle. And then like the last two, maybe three chapters, like you get into the lost century and you're like, holy fuck. Yeah. This is some deep, (laughs) dark shit, man. Um, and it's not, uh, it's, yeah, when they, when it's funny, it's funny, Mm -hmm. but quite often, I mean, God, I sobbed my heart out during the like finale to balance. Yeah, I, like I literally, I had to stop driving. I had to turn it off in the car. Like it came on at one point whilst I was in, whilst I was driving, like the first bit of the finale, and I had to turn it off. I had to pull over and I had to stop it because I couldn't see where I was driving because I was because I just had tears running down my face and I was like, this is not safe. <laughs> this is yeah. not. I remember telling now. I remember telling people I was like I can't believe I'm crying over a space jellyfish. Like those were the yeah. chapters that were killing me. It was like, oh my god, <laughs> it's just yeah. like it's a, like it's not even like a puppy or something. It's a space jellyfish. It's a space jellyfish and Lucretia, like Lucretia's whole tale. Mm-hmm. I was just like, oh man. Um so honestly's not that. Um and it doesn't like it gets I mean, he, like, he gets relatively kind of epic at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, and he certainly, like, uh, Griffin can tell a good story. Um, and there's certainly, there's certainly lots of depth to it, but it's not, it's not balance. And I think that's fine. I'm really curious to see what they're going to do next. I heard they were going to go back and do dust. Oh, really? Yeah. That's, that, that's I the room, right? Um, yeah, I hadn't had a look on their um, Twitter feed this week. They didn't say in the finale as to what they were going to do next. He was like, uh, I don't know when this is going to be out, so I'm not going to tell you because I don't know whether we've already told you or not. Um, um, so I haven't gone and had a look on their Twitter feed to see if they've formally announced anything. Well, after this, I think uh, I'm going to have to stick with them and uh, and not fall so far behind because my kids are like, really upset that they can't talk about it around me oh yeah no i can understand why that would be uh that would be stressful for them um it yeah it it, it was pretty good it was it was pretty good um i did enjoy it i wasn't i yeah I, I the first sort of i don't know three or four episodes i was a bit like hmm i'm not like the mini arc they did, I was just like, mm, not not sure this is for me, but right. it, it found its stride. It found its stride. Well, I'm, uh, you were, we were speaking about the fact that it's, uh, powered by the apocalypse monsters of the week, um, game. And I, I don't know if you remember, but way back in the day, I had said I wanted to do a, a RPG with a bunch of people Yeah, and I still do, but my life is just nuts. So I'm like, yep. well, just because I can't like I do it right now, doesn't mean I can't start thinking about it again and maybe start putting together the, the, the structure. So that way, like maybe over the summer, I can just like, all right, we're going to do this quick and dirty and get it done. Yeah. And I, I wanted it to be kind of built around conspiracy theories. I'm like, all right, so where do I start? I gotta tell you, conspiracy theories for dummies. It's a great book. <laughs> ah. <laughs> And I am loving it, and I have been enjoying it for the last, I don't know, couple of days. And there are some weird, some weird things out there. I bet there are. 
like they based the authors basically like, all right, now we're going to talk about JFK. So um, buckle in because this is a long chapter. <laughs> oh yeah, no, there are loads of conspiracy theories around JFK. Aren't oh, there? so many, so many, and some that, like I didn't realize that that apparently Paul McCartney is actually not Paul McCartney. He's he's a, a lookalike replacement. Um, right. Yeah, so that, that's a thing. Um, yeah, so it's just, it's kind of, it's kind of fun to see. They, they approach it very diplomatically. They don't want to offend anybody who's, who's really into these conspiracy theories, but they do say, here are the facts that we definitely know, and they are facts, so. Yeah, exactly. This is, this is actually kind of real. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so that's been fun, and I, I have a little Word document open whenever I'm reading it, and I'm like, ooh, idea, ooh, idea. And so hopefully by, um, the summer I can maybe put something together because, you know, it's not going to happen during the school year. Just not, <laughs> just not going to happen. Um, and then, yes, and this is one of the reasons why it's not going to happen in the school year. Yesterday I did, uh, um, with my students, the red eye 10 theater festival. Wow. How did that go? It was really, really good. Um, I, I think I've talked about it before on the show, but basically, um, we, we had, usually we do it on a, this is our only our second time last year. We did it, the gala on a Friday, but there was conflicts in the school schedule. So we did it on Thursday. And what we do is we have six directors. This year was two alumni and four seniors, and they just pick their roles, like the, the people to fill their roles out of a hat. Like it's just random oh, draw. Right. Yeah. And cool. so, any, yeah. So anybody who wants to be in the, the shows, just put their name in a hat and we, we, have it divided by gender and we just pull so that we've got it. And, you know, if you're, if you're like, I don't care what I play, then, you know, there's a non-binary pile and we did, we pull out of there. Oh, cool. Um, yeah. And so we, um, it's an international festival. So I think in Germany, when Germany hit eight o'clock, they did, you know, there was a theater out there that did these six shows. And then I think there were two in England this year that did, and so every time a time zone hits eight, if there's a group that is do participating, they, they do these 10 minute shows. And the thing is, is you have like, if you're doing it the, the, the way it's supposed to be done, you have 24 hours to put together these shows. Wow. Yeah. And so I am not spending my night at school cause no. Oh. So I only, <laughs> like, yeah. So I only give my kids about 12 hours. <laughs> like we get there at eight o'clock in the morning and we put the shows on at eight o'clock at night. Well, that's, so you've, you've got the 24 hours. You just elected to spend the first like 12 of them sleeping. I think that's reasonable. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. And so, um, this year we did give them some time on Friday if they, if they had their scripts to, uh, to get some of the lines down. And I think it took away some of the pressure and gave us, um, a better view because I mean, as time has gone on and people have been like, this is really tough. Um, the festival people have said, well, you know, if you need to do some planning beforehand to make it easier for you, you, you do what you need to do. We just want you to do these shows at eight o'clock in your time zone. Yeah. And, and with not a whole lot, we'd like, this is not a two month process, you know, yeah, try and keep yeah. it within a week. Um, and they were really good. They were really fun. Um, but it's, it's neat to be able to do an entire kind of season of theater in one day. Yeah especially at the beginning of the school year, because we can kind of pinpoint any of the holes in our, you know, process and say, all right, like my, my business people, you, you guys need to do a little bit better advertising because, you know, we didn't get the word out 
early enough or yeah. hey we've got to remember to set up the the tech this way and so it was kind of just like a crash course for the kids in getting all the theater set up which you know we do now five shows a year and yeah. that's yeah so to, to get this done now it means that when our first shows go up in december you know we'll be a little bit more ready for them. So it, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of work. I'm exhausted, <laughs> but um, it was a lot of fun. Cool. What was the, what was the subject of the, of the, what was it about? Well, they were all a little bit different because there are, there's six different plays. They, people submit their 10 minute plays to the organization and then red eye picks their favorite six. Okay. They have a panel that votes on them. So there was one about a homeschool kid um, trying to run for president at the new school that he just started at. Um, there was a, a really cool trick or treat one where this kid goes to trick or treat at a person's house and they don't know what Halloween is. So he ends up having to explain what Halloween is. Oh, wow. And, and, and the, their little kid doesn't know what Halloween is. So he gives the little kid candy and then he leaves. And then you find out that they were conning him and they've got like six bags of candy that they've been, you know, they've been stealing from kids all night. (laughs) And so you're like, oh, wow, he got taken. And then as they're leaving the stage, he breaks back into the house and steals all their stuff. (laughs) So it was like a, it was like a double, a double, um, uh, trick ending. Yeah. And yeah, so it was, that was fun. There was, um, one about books not being checked out on the shelf. So it wasn't like Pride and Prejudice and Oliver and um, uh, the White Whale one. Um, Moby Dick. Yeah, Moby Dick. It's, it wasn't those three. It was supposed to be kind of the bad knockoffs of those three. Right. And and so they're sitting there talking about, you know, their lives and everything. And there's a nonfiction that's been accidentally placed on their shelf that has been stuck there because he's been miscategorized categorized right and so it's them them kind of so that was probably one of my favorites um we ended with just kind of a classroom one where the kids didn't have show and tell so they made it up and it was kind of cool to see their imaginations but the two serious ones there was one about um a woman who was going to be moving and her mom's in a, a, f- a home and she's got to try and break the news to her mom that she's going to leave, but the mom's not really there. Oh. But then there's uh, another girl playing the mom when she was her daughter's age, and she's kind of her thought process. So as you know, the daughter's talking to the woman playing the older mother, the younger mother is kind of answering for her oh. and reminiscing. It's Yeah, it's very – like it was so sad. It was oh. good, but it was so sad. Yeah. And – and then the last one, we didn't do it last because that would have been cruel, but um, we're going to actually take this one to competition. There's uh, a kid starts off going, oh, you know, she casts a spell and she's got like a wizard wand and she's all dressed up. And um, she she says, I traveled, I teleported, this is awesome. And she summons her friends. And, and as it goes on, you find out that it's not that they summoned themselves to a magical land. It's that they were killed in a school shooting. Oh, oh yeah, it was real dark. We That's did, really like, we, dark. We were sitting there going, we're like, where do we put this? Like, yeah. you don't like anything that follows this is going to be like the kids aren't, the, the audience is going to recover fast enough. Yeah. So 
So we put it just before intermission so that they had time to like, yeah. Gun decompress decom- it. Yeah. Yeah. And then we put the, the more fun of the, you know, one of the f- more fun ones at the beginning of the next act so that people could get back into the. Yeah. Flow. You, would, you certainly wouldn't want to leave somebody with that. Would you? <laughs> no, we couldn't, we couldn't have done it last. And it was, it was kind of fun to watch the process because the kids are like, well, like, how do you make a decision like this? And I kind of explained, you know, let's, let's not put the sad one or the, the really tragic one last. Let's, you know, kind of mix them in. And we want to end on a very high note so that yeah. the audience leaves feeling good. And, um, you know, I think they learn a lot. And especially when alumni comes back, especially alumni that's done college theater and, and are looking to do this professionally, they'll come back and, even if it's stuff that I've told these kids hundreds of times, as soon as somebody other than me tells them, they're like, Oh, that's brilliant. Yeah. Nobody's ever said that before. <laughs> yeah. Welcome. So to human it was, <laughs> yes. So it was great. It was fun. I'm exhausted, but, um, you know, I had more help this year than I usually do. And now that I have like 96 kids in my program, um, yeah, that's <laughs> kind, just of, keep that's throwing- kind of amazing and terrifying all at the same time. It is. And we have very low role, low enrollment for my freshman class. So we have more people in drama than we do in our freshman grade level. Wow. Right now. Yeah. So. Okay. Yeah. So we're, we're, we're working on recruiting. That's the, that's the next thing the school's working on. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, that's um, really cool though. Yeah. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. Now you've been in doing wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mostly. So geeky things this week have uh, mostly been well. Um, and well, I mean, I spent the whole of Tuesday geeking out about politics, watching the Supreme Court stuff. But uh, yeah, aside from that, um, uh, World of Warcraft. So a week ago, Wednesday, no, a week ago, Friday, um, our little casual raid team. So it's a normal level raid team. We only play for one and a half, two hours a week on a Wednesday usually, mm-hmm. um, we took down a Jara. That's awesome. Yeah, it was pretty awesome. Um, so we, we managed to do it before 8.2.5 came in. Um, so we felt like we were like pretty up to date with everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was pretty, it was pretty epic feeling actually to take a team that, cause a lot of the people we started this, yeah, probably, probably a couple of years ago. And we started in Nighthold but not when Nighthold was current. So the I started the team and was like, oh, it would be good to like do some raiding. Why don't we go and do Nighthold? And I think probably at the time Nighthold was one, if not two raid tiers old. Um, so we went through, but we had some people with us then who'd literally never raided in mm-hmm. WoW. So they didn't know how that, that kind of like group content coordination stuff like works. Um, they'd only ever done like solo content or small group content. They'd never done, um, raids with 10 or more people. Uh, so we really had to teach them like how it all works and what you need to do. Um, and how you need to prepare for that. And, um, so we went all the way. We've done all of the raids from Nighthold onwards. Um, this, expansion we've managed to keep relatively up to date uh so we've done Aldir and Dazara Law and now we've finished um the Eternal Palace uh so it's pretty pretty good going um the the difficulty level in Najara is actually quite good for us it's worked quite well um so that was a huge accomplishment accomplishment um we've also got two mythic dungeon teams um, so the raid team is called Team Easily Amoosed. Uh, 
<laughs> we have a weird moose thing going on. Um, so the raid team is called Team Easily Moosed, and our two mythic dungeon teams are the Mooseketeers and Team Bullwinkle. <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, so the Mooseketeers, which is our top um, sort of uh, most progressed uh, dungeon team, which is the one that I heal for usually. Uh, last night we had like a, we had a re- we've had a really good week, really good week. So last night we managed to clear Siege of Boralis on a 10 key inside the time, like five minutes inside the time. So wow. that was really good. We missed it by three minutes yesterday, uh, not yesterday, Friday. So we had to go on Friday. We had to go on Wednesday. Um, so every week you get keys in your chest. There's like a mythic weekly chest. Mm-hmm. So you go and you open your chest and you get a piece of loot and you get a key. And for the musketeers this week, like three of us got siege 10 keys. Oh, wow. So it was like, okay, so this is the week that we have to get siege down on a 10 key. Okay, yeah. we can take the hint. Uh, and then we had somebody else had a nine key for freehold. And uh, we ran through that on Wednesday and... Uh, it upgraded to another Siege 10. We were like, okay, that's all right. We can take the hint. We'll, <laughs> we'll give it a go. Um, so we had a couple of runs on, we, we'd used two of the keys and uh, missed it, but not by much. The last boss in Siege is a very, is quite tricky. Um, so it's a big sort of tentacled sea monster, but you don't actually kill the sea monster y- yourself. You have to free some NPCs who then fire a cannon at it. And there's like three platforms and there's one cannon in each platform. And so you've got to like free an NPC and get them to fire the cannon and then move on to the other platform. But obviously there's lots of other like tentacles and stuff going. There's a lot of tentacles. Um, and the last platform's quite small and there's quite a lot of stuff on the floor and there's just quite a lot of stuff going on. So we had a couple of, um, we had a couple of slightly messy runs, but then yesterday, um, we cleared it, um, really well within the timer. So that was good. And then a freehold 11 key dropped. Was it freehold 11? No, Waycrest Manor 11 key dropped. Uh, and we were like, all right. Yeah. Let's go and have a crack at that. Um, and we managed to clear it within the timer. So we also wow. got, and that's our first in time 11 key of the season. That's awesome. Then a freehold <laughs> dropped. So every time you clear a key, you get the next key up difficulty. Mm-hmm. So we cleared the 10, so we got an 11 key. So we cleared this 11, we got 12 key, and the 12 key was freehold. And freehold is one of our favorite dungeons. Um, we're quite good at it. It's quite straightforward. There's quite a lot of space. Um, we understand how it works properly. Well, we understand how all of them work now. But um, So we had a crack at freehold on a 12, and... We missed the timer by 19 seconds. Oh! <laughs> and what's really, 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 really gutting about that is that we were, uh, we were really well inside the timer. And then, um, so you have to, in order to clear the dungeon, you have to not only kill the bosses. So there's four usually bosses in a dungeon. You also have to kill, you've got like a bar that fills up, um, when you kill ads. So you have to get the bar up to 100%. And we were on the last boss and we had loads of time and we needed like two more ads to get the enemy forces uh, bar up to 100%. And the tank hooked something in to where we were killing the last boss, but he didn't realize that there was, so the, 
um so the other thing about the mythics is that you get these different affixes mm-hmm. so um you get either tyrannical which is where the bosses have extra health or fortified which is where the ads have extra health every week so this is a tyrannical week and then you get things like so this week um we got teaming which means that there were extra um ads around the place extra mobs around the place um and then we had bursting which is where every time you kill something it gives you a debuff and the debuff stacks and it gives you damage so you have to control how you're doing things um and then at 10 so you get keys at so you get extra affixes you get one at four one at seven um and then at 10 you get the like seasonal affix and the seasonal affix for the new season is um there are all these ladies who are um like priestesses of Ajara. Um, and they, there's three types of them and they appear in the, uh, the dungeons, like around the dungeons. You can't kill them, but if you DPS them down to zero, they teleport out of the dungeon. Okay. Um, and there's one, there's a void one that does an explosion and the explosion's pretty devastating. Like you can maybe get hit by it once, but you can't get hit by it twice. Um, and the tank didn't realize when he went to get this extra ad that there was one of these void ladies up where he got that ad from. It was just out of his line of sight. So he went up, hooked his extra ad and then was like, shit. And literally she just like wiped us. Um, (laughs) and still you were only 19 seconds away. Still, we were only 19 seconds. Yeah. (laughs) It was, um, it was pretty, it was like, it's actually an amazing achievement. So we've only had, uh, up until last night, we had one, two, three keys. We'd, with three dungeons we'd cleared on a 10, but we've not got lots we've cleared on a 10. So we cleared another one on a 10 and then we cleared this 11, which was our first 11 of the season. So then to get that close to a 12 key was really unexpected. Um, and would have been really cool if we'd got it, but yeah, like 19 seconds of it, it was like, ah, fuck. <laughs> well, it just goes, it goes into the really cool wow story pile, you know? Yeah. Exactly. It, 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 the, you know, that's, that's how you, ha- it's like, you know, go back to the theater, uh, uh, thing when people are like, oh my God, this is going wrong. And it's like, yeah, it's just a story for your cap later on. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, yeah. So it's going, so the mythicking side of it, which is, um, like this is a real, like revelation to me when they introduced mythic dungeons, which I think they did last expansion might've been the expansion before, like Mm -hmm. the mythic dungeon, um, like the ever, like the keys. I honestly, when they introduced it, when they were talking about it at BlizzCon, I was like, Oh, that's cool for the people who want to do that. But that's never going to be a piece of content that I'm interested in Mm -hmm. in the game. That's not for me. That's for other people. Uh, and we've sort of accidentally founded these mythic teams like we were just people were like hanging out doing some stuff and somebody was like oh why don't we go and do a mythic dungeon um and we've just all suddenly got into it that's awesome in a way that none of us really expected to do so it's actually really really cool that we're sitting here like yeah there we go uh tens like last season we finished with um i think we cleared we had a few tens that we'd we'd finished. Oh, in fact, I can look it up here. Um, so last season, because they do these seasons I, with the raid tiers. So last season, we cleared everything to a nine. And then we had three dungeons that we cleared on a 10 and three that we cleared on an 11. Mm-hmm. Um, so the aim for this season was to get tens across the board. 
And that's, that's going pretty well. Like we, I think we're pretty on track for that at the moment. So, uh, yeah, so it's really cool. Um, and we, it's a really nice group of people. Everyone's really supportive. Um, and we've just this week properly got the other team off the ground. So there's a sort of second, slightly lower key, um, group of people to try and get some more people who maybe want to have a go at mythics, but are not, um, not wanting to start at a like 10. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like a chance to kind of work out how it goes and get kind of um, geared up and stuff. So, so yeah, it's going really, really, really well. It was a really positive night in game last night. That's awesome. Um, I may have to may have to hop onto the American side of the. I, yeah. I'm I'm terrible with Discord. I just I I've got so many other social media things that I'm terrible with Discord. But I just have to get into it, especially because we have one for the network, and I should be better at checking hours. But um, but yeah, I mean, I'm, I have, I think I forgot to log in my, my characters in a month because I've been playing classic and uh, I'm sure yeah. I've been kicked out of my guild. So instead of begging oh, no. to come back, I'm going to hop over and, and find the American, uh, GGW guild. Yeah, there is an, uh, and there is a, an American classic guild as well as, um, like the, the American crew do have an actual guild. It's on Pagel. It's called Team Positive. Nice. Um, but also the group of people that do stuff in retail are a bit more kind of all over the place. Um, uh, because we just sort of coordinate that all through the thing. But yeah, you should definitely come and come and have a look. Check it out. Come and uh, hang out with some of our, our North American crew. Yeah. Yeah, I'd gladly hang out with you guys, but you know, time differences and uh, lag. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Although actually, we do have a couple of people. We do have two people who sometimes join us on the EU, who um, are expats who live in the US. So um, they've kept their EU accounts and mostly play on their EU U accounts. And actually, the lag is fine. Like they've raided with us. They're one of them stepped up and tanked um, a raid for us a few weeks ago. Oh. And the lag was fine. No problem at all. No, I'll have to look into that because I don't mind hopping on an EU account. It'd be fine. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Well, there you go. It's, uh, it's yeah. So, uh, Raisha and Stee um, are quite often with us and don't have a problem, don't have a problem at all. Awesome. Yeah. All right. Well, I think we, we've had actually very geeky weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Like sometimes it's like, yeah, I, I think I watched some TV this week, but no, this is a very, very good. Yeah. I feel like I also went to the cinema this week, but I can't for the life of me remember what I saw. Um, I did go to the cinema this week. What the fuck did I see at the cinema this week? We saw Downton Abbey. Oh, did you? Did you enjoy it? Yes. Yes. It was, I was worried because I thought, you know, it's a TV show turned into a movie. It's got a lot of potential to be bad. I thought it was absolutely charming and kind of fit just perfectly into the series. Oh, good. I'm glad they made a good job of it. I'm not, I, I'm not a Downton Abbey fan personally. Uh, but I'm, but I will, I did see the film coming out and I thought, Oh no, <laughs> that, that seems like a really bad idea. So I'm glad they made a good job of it. Yeah. It was very, very enjoyable. Um, Ad Astra was what I went to see this week. I knew it was something kind of appropriately geeky. Um, so this is Brad, was it any good? Brad Pitt being moody in space. Um, I really <laughs> enjoyed it, but I like sci-fi that's not really sci-fi, but is really about like human social stuff and is quite slow moving mm-hmm. and um, quite atmospheric. So I really enjoyed it, but I can see why a lot of people uh, didn't. So I saw quite a lot of relatively negative coverage about it before I went. I don't usually look at um, 
like we go to the cinema most Tuesdays. So usually mm-hmm. it was just like pick a film, any film that's on at the right time. Uh, and we go and see that. Um, I do have some lines, quite a lot of lines actually. Uh, but, um, but usually we just sort of, we see something that because it's on, not because we were desperate to see it. Um, but I did see quite a lot of people complaining about Ad Astra because it's, Brad Pitt being really moody in space, but actually, um, it's exactly the sort of sci-fi that I really like. So uh, I thought it was, I thought it was good. I mean, it wasn't particularly pl- like sections of it were really not particularly plausible. It was like, ah, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, you can't, you, you couldn't, yeah, no, <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, physics would not permit you to do that, but that, okay, it looked nice, yeah, good. Uh, but yeah, I thought it was, uh, I thought it was all right. Awesome. Well, it sounds like it's like right up Matt's alley. So I oh, will there you go. You should take it sometime soon. <laughs> yeah, you should probably go and uh, have a look. Awesome. All right. Well, we're going to take a quick commercial break and then we're going to come back and we're going to like, basically, we're going to be planning. All right. We'll be back. Hello friends, this is Troidal Power inviting you to join me over on Twitch most weeknights sometime after dinner. Video games have always been a social hobby for me, with friends and family crammed together on a couch chatting away while someone holds the controller. And thanks to the power of the internet, I've got my own virtual couch over on Twitch where you can kick back and goof off while I play games. Find me on Twitch by searching Troidal Power, that's T-R-O-Y-T-L-E Power, to snag a spot on the couch. Hey Geeks, this is Capsule J. I'm a streamer on the geek to geek Media Network. If you like discovering new games and chatting with cool nerdy folks, be sure to check out my channel on Twitch. You can find it at twitch.tv slash CapsuleJ. That's C-A-P-S-U-L-E-J-A-Y. I stream a blend of indies, retro games, and RPGs most Tuesday nights from 8pm to 11pm Eastern, and occasionally on Thursdays and weekends. Hope to see you then! I'm Void. And I'm Beach. And together, we're the geek to geek podcast. Well, we make it. It is kind of us, but I guess it's separate. Every week, we pick a topic from geek or digital culture and chat about it for a while. And you're invited. We talk about books and movies, games, comics, the internet. Or really whatever we feel like. Yeah, that too. So look for the geek to geek podcast on iTunes. Or wherever your podcasts are sold. Or downloaded. Or whatever. Hello, I'm Katie. And I'm Chelsea. And together we are Tea Time with Katie and Chelsea, a podcast all about pop culture. We talk about books, movies, music, basically anything we want at this point. Yes, we obsess about K-pop. And Keanu Reeves. And sometimes Katie cries on the podcast. Hey, that's rude. But really, we are just here to talk about all the things that we love. So make sure to head over to teatimewithkc.com and geek2geekmedia.com to check us out. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to our show wherever you download your podcasts. Bye! Bye. And we are back. And we are very excited to be going to BlizzCon this year. Yes, we really are. So let's let's give everybody a kind of a background on what you have done con-wise so far. Okay, 
really, really, really only much, 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 much smaller. So I was the treasurer and uh, general dog's body uh, for the Discworld convention, uh, the UK Discworld convention. So there are many Discworld conventions, actually. There's a North American one. There's an Australian one. There's an Irish one. Um, there's a German one, I think. Um, so these are conventions celebrating the work of Terry Pratchett. Um, and I was involved in the organizing committee ooh, for, for about six years, wow. seven years, something like that. Um, uh, so the UK one, uh, it was about, it was at its biggest, it's about a thousand people. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, whilst it was small, but sort of perfectly formed, um, obviously, because I was involved in the organizing committee, I knew a lot of people. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I probably went to one convention like ever where I didn't really know. Well, actually, that's not true. It's quite a small community. So obviously uh, I got into it because EJ got um, had been involved previously. So EJ took me to my first one, but there was a whole bunch of other people there that I already knew. Um mm-hmm. And actually in 2012, 2014, we had most of our raid teams were in there. Like quite a lot of the people that we played WoW with were also Discworldcon people. So we all used to do like WoW meetups in, um, uh, at the con, uh, and stuff like that. So it's, it's always been a bit of a sort of friends and family affair, um, and very different from what we have in store. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I've, uh, I, I went to Nine Worlds once, which was the bigger, which was a bigger for the UK, um, sort of sci-fi fantasy convention mm-hmm. um but i don't think nine worlds is going to be happening again sadly uh, and i know the person who started nine worlds um so that's a that's a bigger affair uh but it's still nothing compared to the heady heights of blizzcon and sdcc and the sort of things that that you have been to yes well and it's funny because even though sdcc has been bigger is bigger than blizzcon by by a lot um i actually have no more people there (laughs) and have had more um like it becomes more of a social kind of meeting up with everybody and you know getting to catch up with everybody kind of thing even though really it everybody else is there for all the spectacle and all the craziness and it's actually i think starting to slow down a little bit because the the people who are excited about waiting in hall h are getting older and tired yeah. <laughs> they can't yeah. wait anymore and uh and they're just not replenishing that population quite as quickly and so i think it's starting to come down and be a little bit more manageable i don't think tickets are getting quite as hard to get anymore i mean they're still a pain in the ass to get but they're i think i think it's starting to hit the lower end of the of the arc <laughs> the, yeah. it is peaked and it's coming down just a little bit yeah the discord con uh, when I first went, we weren't in a particular rush to buy tickets, like 2010, 2012. Mm-hmm. Um, 2014, we sold out in about like three weeks or a month, something like that. Mm-hmm. 2016, we sold out in three hours, and that was only because the server crashed for an hour in the middle. Mm-hmm. Um, because we weren't expecting everyone to want to buy them right then uh 2016 mm-hmm. obviously was after terry had died so we didn't because it used to be the 
um, he used to be at the convention. So the first um, DiscworldCon I ever went to, um, Terry was on stage quite a lot of the time. Uh, like, and there were loads of interviews with him, and there were loads of like um, you could interact with him pretty freely. He was uh, wandering around the convention a lot. Twenty twelve was slightly different. He was beginning to get ill at that point. So, um, he, well, beginning to be more affected by his illness at that point, perhaps. Mm. Um, so he wasn't doing quite as much, but he was still doing stuff and he was still around. 2014 was the first convention of ours that he didn't come to because he wasn't well enough. And 2016 was after he died. Um, but um, we, yeah, literally, we we weren't sure how it would go, but it sold out in two hours, um, basically, if you took out the server downtime and because literally the server just fizzled and died. Wow. We were like, okay. 2018 also sold out really, really, really quite quickly. Um, tickets haven't, I'm not involved in the 2020 organizing committee, but, um, and I don't think they put tickets on sale yet, but, um, uh, I guess there's been sort of renewed interest in practice stuff because the, a lot of the, um, there's TV adaptations coming or, um, other kind of film bits and pieces coming and obviously mm-hmm. uh, Neil Gaiman's been doing quite a lot of TV stuff recently so Good Omens came out obviously very recently I guess that's an ad- addendum to my uh, geeky week is that I've also finally finally started watching Good Omens uh, which I hadn't done because I just hadn't had the time uh, right. and it's brilliant it's amazing they've done such a good job with it um, but there's you know possibly going to be more stuff like that going on so I guess that'll keep it popular but it's not uh, but it's still only ever going to be like a thousand people. But hey, you know it's 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 cool that it. I feel like that there's a there's a camaraderie there yeah, <laughs> when absolutely. it's that small. Yeah, um, yeah, I, and a lot of people. And sorry, a lot of people no. do know each other really, really well. So, uh, and there's a lot of there's a lot of people. There's so there's kids that are now distressingly david told me the other day he's 25 um i was like i remember you buying your first ever legal pint at a Discworld convention <laughs> um there were kids that had literally like they'd been small children uh, like toddlers when you know back in the day and are now like proper grown-up functioning adults mm-hmm. who um who we all know through uh the con family and wider family so uh, there's lots of marriages and um and all sorts of like relationships and friendships and like all kinds of things that have all sprung up as a result as a direct result of the um convention that's awesome that's cool to have that that community there yeah definitely um i think that's what i missed the, i mean i loved the one blizzcon i went to but i haven't had a like stable guild since cataclysm and I've kind of jumped around a lot because I'll I'll have long chunks of time that I can't get into game because I've just got too much stuff going on. And yeah. I think that's the one of the things that I'm most looking forward to this year is that because I'm going with you guys, I'm actually going with people. Yeah. Um. You know, I would go to the pre-show stuff and, and kind of meet podcasters and and you know have those like five minutes with people like Jules and and say hi every year. But um. But after that, they've got their own guilds that they're hanging out with. They've got their own people yeah. to do things with, and it's. That's the thing I noticed the most about BlizzCon is it's for a lot of people, it's where you meet your guild. It's where you get together and, and hang out with people. And it's that, it's that same kind of camaraderie that you have in your convention where it's like, this is the time we get to get to be together and just enjoy stuff we like. Yeah. Yeah. And there are a whole bunch of people that we only ever see. Uh, like there's plenty of people that um discord com people that we've made friendships with in other ways and see in other ways um mm-hmm. 
so the main tank for the the girls gone wild discord eu group is uh is a discord con person um but there's a whole also a whole bunch of people that you're kind of like reasonably good friends with at the con but that you don't particularly keep up with between cons and it's lovely to see them and it's nice to chat to them but they're not and they're like on your facebook page or whatever but they're not people who who you see on a like weekly basis um and it's it's always really nice to catch up with those people yeah um it's i don't know how much like cosplay and stuff you guys have out there but for us it was like it's it's huge at both conventions like that's like you're gonna see some of the most amazing cosplay i have ever seen has come out of blizzcon um people are yeah. nuts i I've, yeah. we've had people who do the entire like i'm writing a warg <laughs> like you know i mean they they go full on full out it is pretty amazing and i mean they're almost like they're, they're professionals at this point you know yeah. they, they try and they try and get paid or you know they get patreon stuff to to cosplay constantly yeah i really enjoy twitter around uh around blizzcon because i really enjoy watch like seeing everybody's photos of all the people they bumped into in the in the corridors um mm-hmm. the costume competition is is often not absolutely always but often one of the highlights of the virtual ticket for me mm-hmm. previously so uh that'll be really awesome if we can get in to see that that'd be amazing um there is a lot of cosplay at the discord conventions we did on one occasion have to introduce a no blue paint rule because Ooh. we had a whole load of people who were dressing up as uh the knack fiegel who are blue um and we had some unfortunate paint transfer incidents and the hotel was like the hotel was just a bit like okay we've just got to collect collected a whole load of chairs from one of our event rooms and they're all like stained blue and we were like oh no that'll be a bunch of feagles and the hotel was like that'll be a bunch of what now Uh, could you could you please not let your people paint stuff blue and it's like okay uh okay yeah all right no feagles Um, uh, if you want to be a fegal, you have to find a way of putting the blue paint on that it doesn't rub off. Okay. Um, there was one I, I do, uh, one of the things that I used to do and EJ also used to do at the con was first aid. Uh, mm-hmm. and last year we did a uh, 2018, um, we did have a very, 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 uh, happy vampire turn up to the first aid station when we were in ops who'd managed to get stung by a wasp on like his bottom eyelid. Oh no. Um, and the most distressing thing about this incident was that we had to like take off a load of his makeup in order to like, treat his injury. And we were like, really sorry, but you're going to have like, he was wearing like amazing, like eye makeup, or, like eyeshadow. And like, he looked amazing. And it was like, I'm, I'm really sorry, but. We, in order to see whether that's all right or not, I'm going to have to get you to take all of that like white face paint off. Oh, uh, poor guy. <laughs> uh, he was so nice. He was really, really nice about it. Uh, and uh, yeah, we had quite a few people stung by wasps last year, oh. um, which is pretty unfortunate. Uh, but yeah, he was really nice about it. And we gave him a little ice pack to put on his rapidly swelling eye. But no, he was all right. Um, he didn't have a sort of adverse reaction or anything. It was just an ordinary amount of uh, amount of swelling. Uh, we do have a doctor on the team. So um, one of the useful things about doing first aid at the Discord Con is that it could be like, ah, 
I'm not sure about that. I'm going to go and get the actual qualified doctor we have on site <laughs> to come and give me an opinion about whether that needs to, like, whether that's okay or whether that needs to go somewhere else. Um, but yeah, it was, it was, it was always disappointing on the first aid front. You're like, oh, you look amazing, but you're going to have to take that off because I can't see your injury. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, we, um, we've had some amazing, we had an amazing death one year. Um, oh yeah, with the scythe and the like, um, oh, and we had somebody who did a death of rats with a, like, cardboard, uh, they did this, like, skeletal cardboard head. Oh, it was amazing. I don't know if I can find any photos of it, but it was absolutely amazing. So they did, yeah, they did, there was a death and a death of rats, um, with quite a lot of deaths, um, quite a lot of barbarians, um, yeah, cosplay certainly, certainly a thing, uh, but I think BlizzCon takes it to a slightly different level because obviously in the like the denizens of the disc for the most part are kind of humanoid mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh i think blizzard has a wider range of options for people to play with yeah i know marie's planning on coming uh in cosplay herself oh wow i did not realize yeah, that she's, yeah she's in fact uh so later on this evening in the show that i am recording with her and ej at uh, eight o'clock tonight. Uh, we will be talking about cosplay, but yeah, she's been putting together a cosplay of her own character. That's so cool. So I, th- I think, she, like, yeah. What other, what other fandom has that opportunity? You know, oh yeah. This isn't a regular character. This is a character I create and play on a regular basis. Exactly. This is me. I am playing myself in my like alter ego. Um, yeah, it's kind of amazing. So for you questions, things that you want to know, then I will try my best to answer. Well, I mean, how did you find your first BlizzCon? Like, what was what were the good things? What, what did you wish you did differently? I think I, like I said, I wish I had gone with people I knew because I yeah. felt like that that's what I was missing was that community feel. So I'm very excited to be able to go with you guys this year. Did you go completely on your own, or did you take your brother with you? Or? No, I went completely on my own. Oh um, wow! Yeah, that's and brave. I, that's super brave. Well, I mean, when I do, when I the the good thing about my friends when we go to Comic Con, which is a lot bigger. Um, is that we like meet up for meals or for panels that we're both, you know, we're all really excited about, but then you go off and you do your own thing. And, um, and I, I think the, you know, I had no problem going and meeting people because I talked a lot of, to a lot of podcasters on my show. Um, so it was okay to meet them. And, and if I bumped into them, it's like, Hey, we had a little conversations, but yeah, I, I didn't, I wasn't close enough with anybody in my guild at that time that I was, you know, meeting up with all those people. Um, but yeah. it, it, I was used to being able to go and kind of do my own thing. I will have to say that what I would do differently is I would have, um, when, when we get the virtual ticket, it's all about the panels. Yeah. And I feel like I spent a little bit more time in panels than I should have. And I should have spent time going around and kind of experiencing the rest of the convention and just kind of picking the panels that I was like, I must be, in this panel to see what's going on. Yeah. I can't, I don't think there are that many panels uh, because they do so they do quite a good job of showing them on the virtual ticket now. Mm-hmm. So there's not that many panels that I'm like, Oh, like I must go and see that in person. Like I'd like to get into the opening ceremony mm-hmm. because I think that would be a pretty amazing experience. Um, I think we're still on track for some kind of wow expansion announcement. Yeah. Um, and probably we're also on track for Diablo four. 
that's the rumor, but they've, they've, I wonder how much of that is like, we think it's going to happen and how much of it is wishful thinking. Yeah, but I feel like if it wasn't going to happen, they would probably have done by now what they did last year, which is they, they, they said quite clearly it wasn't going to happen. Um, and I feel like, I mean, all of that Diablo stuff from, from last year was just so poorly handled. I think they've, um, well, I hope they've got a better kind of handle on it this year. So, I mean, I'd like to get into the opening ceremony if we can. Um, but I appreciate that everybody else also wants to be in the opening ceremony. Although, of course, they do it across all, through all the different stages now, don't they? So yeah, you'll you'll presumably. definitely be watching it. Um, and I didn't have problems. I mean, people are filing in for a good hour. Like it's the yeah. first. Like they, you really don't have an option. They kind of just shuttle you in. So as long as you're there early enough to be towards the the I don't know the front half of the line you're yeah. pretty much guaranteed to be in the the main hall. Whether you're going to have amazing seats or not is something completely different. Yeah. Um, but I don't well, think that will yeah. be too hard. No. Um, but other than that, I, I guess I wasn't really expecting to go to too many panels. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it used to be that they did quite a few panels that sounded really interesting that they didn't put on the virtual ticket. So they used to like not put the voice acting panel on the virtual ticket and stuff like that. But actually, most of those these days are on the virtual ticket. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of cool. Um, I mean, I guess at some point we're going to have to like work out what the, what the plan is, if there is anything that people desperately want to see. Um, I mean, I guess if there's an expansion announcement, it would be nice to see the World of Warcraft what's next. But equally, I don't want to spend my whole time at BlizzCon like in queues, <laughs> right. waiting to see things well, and that I could see later. There's certainly times that... I think Saturday especially is more of a go out and do the games because people are watching the esports. Yeah. Which I definitely think like I know that uh, I'm I'm bummed that Heroes of the Storm is not yeah. a thing really anymore as far as esports goes because I, I, that was one of my favorite things is sitting by I was sitting between two people I didn't know and we were just talking about the game and yeah <laughs> oh my yeah. god I understand what sports ball is now because this is kind of the same thing yeah, <laughs> like I yeah, get it really. um but um but when people are doing like if you don't care about the esports as much when the big finals are going on on Saturday that's when you go and hit all the you know, oh, I can play this before anybody else lines because there's not many people there. Yeah, yeah. So there's, so there's quite, because they have quite a lot of like audience participation stuff in terms of like games that you could play on the floor and, mm-hmm. um, uh, which is kind of new. So I've never done anything like that. I mean, I'm not anticipating we're going to be buying much from the store because we've got like two sets of flights <laughs> <laughs> after BlizzCon. Uh, so I'm not anticipating spending lots of money on stuff. Um, cause the, flight allowance on the way home is only like 20 kilos or something so um oh <coughs> excuse me Good time. um so yeah so i'm not anticipating uh spending lots of money on lots of stuff that i then have to like pay again to carry home um well and that's the cue that i don't never understand because it's like why are you gonna wait in line to buy something like especially when a lot of that stuff's offered on the on the the um store on the online store <laughs> yeah yeah there's something about pins so i hear people talking about pins a lot mm-hmm. um and there are some pins that are only available like if you collect them that you can only get like actually at the convention and stuff so mm-hmm. i guess if you've got something like that then 
I mean, that's cool. Like, go do your thing. But uh, yeah, I, I, I can't imagine that we would be doing much like that. No. Because that just seems like a lot of standing around for no particular reason. Right. Now, are we going to try and hit uh, Con Before the Storm, if that's still a thing this year? Con Before the Storm is a thing. Uh, we definitely have to go for reasons that I cannot divulge at this precise moment in time. Gotcha. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> um, uh, or at least... We hope so. Uh, we're waiting to hear about a thing. But um, so, yes, uh, we are definitely doing Con Before the Storm. Uh, the So the Con Before the Storm and the Wowhead Party have now merged, merged into the same thing, mm-hmm. I think. So that's because that used to be a big clash on the Thursday night. Um, so we've we've only got one thing we need to go to there, which is quite good. I don't know. Were there any other kind of big parties that you were like thought were worth going to or? I know that there was, um, I, I know that, oh, what is it? Um, Convert to Raid, I think, has a big, like, party that night, or at least they have in the past. Yeah. And they'll try and split their time between that and uh, Con Before the Storm. And I don't know if they still do it. I haven't listened to them in a long time, but um, I know Garrett used to have, like, their, they would do their kind of podcasts meet up at a bowling alley nearby. Oh right, okay. Uh, and I've 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 escaped to that. I've, like for some reason, Garrett Weinzerl is like my the one podcaster that I get like all fanboy around. And the one time I met him, I was like, like words did not come. So oh, I, no. so I have not gone back <laughs> because I was like, um, yeah, this was awkward, and I am going to have to come back at a later date when I am not so starstruck. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Um, and in fact, um, I haven't listened to, to their podcasts in a while, but I forget the name of the gentleman who, who did his Heroes Before the Storm podcast, but I, I've actually had him on my show. And that was not a problem. It's just Garrett, and I don't know why. Oh, how funny. Yeah. Is there anyone that you're really looking forward to meeting this time around then? Um, I think I've met most of the people that I, I I have not been listening to WoW podcasts for a very long time. I've been a little bit out of the community, and um, you know, if if Jules is still doing stuff, I was always nice to see her. Yeah, Jules is still but. doing a thing called the Jules and Coffee Hour. Uh, I don't know whether she's coming to BlizzCon um, this year, but I, I think she is actually. Yeah, I think uh, yeah. Dinner. And I've definitely I've had Roe on my um, podcast several times, but he's he is so overwhelmed when you get to to, to BlizzCon. Oh. He's just like he's like, hi, yes, I remember you. I need to go do other things, but it was so nice seeing you. I hope to see you on the floor. And that oh. like he tries, but so many people need his attention. So he's not actually like, he's having a good. He's not coming this year. Oh, he's not coming this year? No, um, he, we're really, really gutted that he's not coming because I would love to have met him. Uh, but no, he's decided he's not coming to BlizzCon this year. Um, although he popped up in the, um, he popped up in my chat room for a GGW a few weeks ago, uh, and did sort of say, Oh, maybe I could make to make it to Minnesota because, um, when we leave BlizzCon, EJ and I are flying out to Minneapolis. Uh, to see some of our other, well, no, we're coming to yours first. We're going to crash. On, <laughs> we're going <gonna> like, <laughs> to crash in Palm Springs and just not move for 48 hours. 
and then crash here do some laundry yeah i just <laughs> kind of like chill the fuck out uh, is the the plan and then we're flying to minneapolis um so he said oh it might be drivable maybe i can make dates work so he might come and hang out with us in in minnesota but uh yeah he's not coming to blizzcon this year which i think is a huge shame yeah, that's a bummer. Yeah, but uh, but you, I forget to, like to mention that yes, this is not just you coming to BlizzCon. This is this is a this is a, a this is like US a tour, epic trip. Yeah, <laughs> um, as a committed environmentalist, I don't fly long haul, but I don't fly anywhere very often. Um, and I yeah, the last time I was in the states was twenty thirteen. Um, so I'm probably overdue a visit. Um, although. <laughs> to try and avoid getting too political. I was trying really hard to like not be out of the country when Brexit happened. And obviously if things go the way they're supposed to at the moment, I will be out of the country when Brexit happens. I don't think Brexit is going to happen on 31st of October. So I think this is probably fine, but if it does, that's <laughs> not ideal. Um, well, you can hang out here as long as you need. <laughs> <laughs> we're actually like, we're flying back from Minneapolis um, with a layover in, uh, well, it's not a layover with a stop in uh, Dublin um because there are no direct flights from minneapolis and paul to london for some reason um so we're doing minneapolis dublin and this is quite good because i was like if there's any problems like i know loads of people in dublin (laughs) and i know loads of people in dublin well enough that i could be like hi i'm at dublin airport and we cannot get to london please can we come and like be in your house and they would be fine with that um but i anticipate this not being a huge issue, I hope. Anyway, um, yeah, so we're, we're doing, we're flying out on the Wednesday. So we're going straight to Anaheim. We're doing the con. We're coming and staying with you for a couple of days. And then we are going to, uh, Minneapolis for like four days to meet up with a whole bunch of podcast listeners in, um, in Minnesota. Cause apparently Minnesota is like geek Mecca. Yeah. We've got weird. Two, two people from our network live there. Um, I have, uh, our, our, best friends out in Palm Springs are actually snowbirds. So they spend their summers out there. Hmm. Um, we're, we're at that stage in the year where we're like, you need to come back. We miss you. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but um, you know, and they often talk about, yeah. Oh yeah. We've got great conventions out there and the cosplay communities out there. is amazing. It's like, uh, I'm in the wrong place. Yeah. Except they have snow, which I don't really want to deal with. Yeah. A lot of snow. It also means that um, our like, planning for like what kind of clothes we need to take is a little bit like where are you going (laughs) we're going to anaheim then we're going to palm springs okay so that's california it'll be like okay and then we're going to minnesota in the first week of november like uh that might be quite cold (laughs) uh so (laughs) the a couple of the people that we're staying we were discussing this on the show the other day and they messaged us afterwards and they were like don't bring coats we'll bring we'll we'll lend you coats mm-hmm. and it's like mm-hmm. yeah okay but it'll probably be quite cold in london so <laughs> like he throws quite a long way from the bit of london that i live in if i don't have a coat <laughs> like, mm-hmm. so uh yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting we've got to pack for all possible available weathers and is this you have to remind me is this your first time in southern california yeah it is my first time in southern california I've been to Boston, be I've been to New York, I've been to Washington, D.C., I've been to New Orleans, um, but I've never been to SoCal. Okay, so I would be very interested to see what you think of our, because um, we're going to have quite a, a drive from, from Anaheim to Palm Springs, so it'll be interesting to see what you think of our desert landscape. My, my husband's from the East Coast, so he was like, 
the desert's cool. <laughs> <laughs> It'll certainly be very different from anything I have ever experienced previously. Absolutely. So, well, it's any other, any other questions, any other, um, so wonders for BlizzCon, like practical stuff. Like, what are mm-hmm. the things that we need to be prepared for? Like, where do you eat? Or like, what do you do? Like, what, what, what about practical kind of stuff? So we're staying in the, um, we're staying in the La Quinta. Mm-hmm. So La Quinta. La Quinta. Yeah. Uh, there we go. <laughs> uh, <laughs> which isn't too far from the convention center, I think. Right. And I think what we'll probably do is, um, since you guys probably won't have a car. No. Um, well, you could just put my car as your car so that I can park there during the day and we can, I can shell you back and forth. Oh, cool. Um, yeah, that, that should be no problem. But, um, for, for food, food in Anaheim is not a problem because Anaheim is Disneyland. And so they just have, you know, there's restaurants everywhere, but inside the convention center, there actually are, um, like stalls, they have an amazing mac and cheese stall that is <laughs> like I've never seen such a thing, but it's it's great. So they have food stalls everywhere, and they're not like most convention food. You go to San Diego Comic Con, and it's like you're getting really bad burgers or pizza or hot dogs. Where this place, I mean, they have that, but their the convention center has their their game. Their food game is a lot better, <laughs> so there are places to eat in the convention. And yeah, they're a little bit more pricey, but they're not unreasonable okay um they're also attached to a hotel and the hotel has dining so food really isn't a big problem i know when i was hardcore conning it i would like bring like little power bars and stuff so that i wouldn't have to get out of line but it's not a huge concern (laughs) yeah that's cool uh are there any, any other kind of like things that we definitely need to bring with us things that we should not bring with us like i don't know what it well, definitely like hand sanitizer so we don't get the con crud. Yep. That'd be cool. And, and, and that's where I think, I mean, I got con crud after San Diego this year, but the, because you're, you're touching things that other people are touching because you're, um, playing the games. That's, that's what, that was the, I was a little skeeved out just by that concept and I had to get over it because I was like, I'm, I don't know when I'm coming back here. I, I need to play these games. Um, but, yeah, it's just kind of you're like there have been a lot of people who have touched this mouse, and I'm going to wash my hands now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's, that's a thing. And I think I was t- I was maybe mentioning to you that it's the only place I have ever been where they actually close a women's restroom and turn it into a men's restroom. Yeah, because I think it's like a. a th- three to five to one, you know, it's like yeah. something like that. So the, there are very short, you will enjoy the very short uh, women bathrooms lines. No, oh, that'll be, but, that'll be pleasant. <laughs> but I, but, but I, I will not be <laughs> like, there were times where I was like, Oh my God, I've got to go to the bathroom. And it's like a 10 minute wait. Oh no. Yeah. Go when you first think of it. Not 10 minutes later. Yeah. Yeah. If you pass by a, a bathroom does not have a line, jump on that. opportunity. <laughs> What was your highlight from BlizzCon when you went before? I, I, it was really cool to be in that opening ceremonies. Mm. So I, I think it was, for me, it was the beginning and the end. The, the opening ceremonies was awesome because you've seen it on, on the virtual ticket and to actually be there was neat. It was actually a year that Ben Brode had taken off. 
Um, so he wasn't there, but he, he oh, he had just had his baby. Oh, and his yeah. wife had just had the baby. And so, but he snuck in. And so he wasn't on any panels, but you could like go up to him and be like, oh my God, you're Ben Brode. Oh, wow. Um, and that's the thing. They're like the, the, the designers are just walking around all over the place. And if you recognize them, if you know who they are, they, they get mobbed. Yeah. Um, you know, you'll see those people that they hear the stories about, they'll get into an elevator and then they'll look down at the badge of the person in the elevator and they'll be like, Oh my God, that's so-and-so. Yeah. You know, so that's, that's very cool. But then on the other end, I really enjoyed the esports at the end, just that feeling of everybody being like rooting for a team or, you know, talking about how they play and their strategy. And, and so I think those were my, the beginning and the end were very cool. Everything in between was awesome, but those were my, that's where it was like, Oh my God, Blizzard's awesome. Yeah. 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 It'll be, um, yeah, it'd be interesting to try and work out like what to do. I think like it would be good to go, like it might be nice to go to some of the community night stuff. Mm-hmm. Quite, but equally, we quite enjoy watching that on the on the stream. So maybe we don't need to go. I don't know. It'll depend. It'll be interesting to see um, like who else is there. So I know that Cinder is going from Australia, another podcaster. Um, but I need to try and get other people who are going to BlizzCon who we might want to we- meet kind of get in touch because I have a feeling that just like randomly bumping into people is not going to be like the best way to see people. Right. We're like, you You might want to kind of say, all right, there's good when the schedule gets closer to being put out, you might want to say, all right, there's a chunk of time here where it doesn't seem there's a lot of stuff. Let's meet at X. Yeah. Let's go and have dinner or something. Yeah. Yeah, no, we are really, really looking forward to it. I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be pretty amazing. And we're also, to be honest, I'm also really looking forward to going to Minneapolis and meeting like a whole bunch because the people who are in Minneapolis are our, like some of our core, like North American crew. Um, mm-hmm. so Cheryl came to London a few years ago. I think the same year that you came to London, actually. Um, yeah, I think you saw like, I think you had three visits. Yeah, that year. it was really weird. Like people just kept turning up in Walthamstow. Um, I made them come to Walthamstow too. So I was just like, uh, <laughs> um, I must have taken them. To, oh, they came to the house as well to meet Caprica. Like, this was really weird. Like, come and meet my cat who you hear so much about because she's like <laughs> almost a part of the, um, of the podcast these days. Um, so yeah, she came and she came in, uh, they came, sorry, and recorded a show with us here in the house. Um, so it'll be, but they are from, uh, Minneapolis. And so they're sort of organizing quite a lot of our Minneapolis stuff. Um, and there's a whole load of other people in Minneapolis that, uh, that I feel like I know really well because they're regularly in touch and we speak to them very often. Um, but we've never actually met because of the pesky, like several thousand miles between here here and there. Um, so I'm also really looking forward to the, the Minneapolis leg. And I'm really glad that Marie is coming with us to BlizzCon because we were, the original plan was to try and fit in a trip to Boston as well, because that's where Marie is from. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was, the timing was just like, oh, I'm not sure how we're going to make that work. And then Marie was like, I'm going to come to BlizzCon with you. And it was like, yay, that makes everything so much more straightforward. Um, although it does mean that we are flying directly from Heathrow to LAX, which is a 13 hour flight. Yes. Well, I will. You can sleep in the car. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no pressure to socialize once you are here. Just enjoy the, the car ride back to Anaheim. It's also really, it's, it's one of those really weird flights. So we're flying back red eye 
And that's, I can kind of cope with that. Like you leave one place at one time and you wake up uh, like in the morning in a different place. That's okay. Um, but the flight to LAX leaves London at like 1 p.m. and arrives at LAX at like five or something. Um, but obviously it's like, 13 hours it's like plus 13 minus eight <laughs> like uh yes <laughs> um so yeah that like wednesday's gonna be like thursday's gonna be hard i think <laughs> well hopefully you don't have too much planned for thursday because then you can kind of sleep in and and yeah. get yourself kind of reoriented we weren't um we were hoping, like i tried to i've pinged a few people at blizzard to try and get a tour of blizzard because i know they've done that for some people in the past um Mm -hmm. but i haven't like nobody's responding like i asked roe for a contact and he gave me someone and they just uh they haven't replied to my email so um yeah uh and my eu customer service team have also not replied to it which is a bit unlike them but i guess they must be like super busy so um that's a little bit sad because we were hoping that we'd be able to get like a tour of the Anaheim offices. Cause I know, you know, that is a thing that people have managed to do in the past. But yes. Never mind. Yes. We'll, we'll see. Well, I mean the, the upside is you will be able to recover on Thursday a little bit so you can better enjoy the rest of the weekend. Yeah. Yeah. And come before the storm is obviously Thursday night and is Thursday, Thursday night's Halloween, isn't it? It is. Yeah. It is. Which I haven't thought about how I'm going to approach that quite yet because I'm I'm not a cosplayer, so <laughs> I'm thinking about it. We'll see. Yeah, I don't think I can do anything kind of cosplay-ish because we're, <laughs> I guess, you know, small bags, uh, long long yeah. trip, <laughs> um, and we'll have horrific jet lag probably at that point. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be fun. Uh, it's gonna be kind of intense. We the the only way that EJ could book the trip was if. Um, she booked the particular kind of days that she's got because it had to fit around everybody else's rotors at her work. Um, so it mm-hmm. does mean that we're literally like landing in LAX on the Wednesday and then we've got one day and then it's the con. Uh, whereas I'd, mm-hmm. I, we'd originally hoped to do the con kind of in the middle <laughs> of the holiday. Right. Um, but it just, that's not how it's worked out. That's, that's cool. It's fine. Um, but it does mean that every, like all of the like really intense stuff is at the front. Um, I mean, I guess that's another question. How how intense did you find it? Like being around with that many people in that kind of confined space? Because we're like I, massive I, introverts, <laughs> and I am I am too. I when when I take the the um, Myers Briggs, I I I am ten out of ten uh, introvert. Yeah. So you know, I I completely get it. But I think when it's that many people, you just kind of you kind of become anonymous. Yeah. Is it just like, and white so noise? I think, yeah, it might be a little harder for you guys because people are going to all want to meet you. <laughs> so you're going to have a lot of socializing to do. But, um, but overall, once you get through, the worst part is that like beginning like cattle herd into the convention center for the opening, um, for the opening. And once, once that's done, everybody is able to kind of spread out. And I never really felt packed in where if you go to San Diego comic con down in the, um, there's times you just don't want to be in the, the hall because they'll have, you know, lines upon lines upon lines weaving in and out. And there's really no place to go. Yeah. And, 
I, I really only felt that way at the very beginning. And, and even then people were pretty good about kind of trying to, I think a lot of the people there have space yeah. and, uh, socializing issues. So people were giving you some good space. Yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, yeah. Cause I have to say it, <laughs> it's like, it's just so enormous, <laughs> so enormous, yeah. uh, compared to anything else we've ever been to before. Um, which is kind of amazing and terrifying all at the same time. Well, and the good thing is I remember there were some panels where, you know, especially in the main room, which weren't as big. So you could kind of find a corner and just kind of detox if you needed to. Yeah. Yeah. And there are plenty of opportunities for that because they don't, yes, they have stuff one on top of the other, but unless you play every single blizzard game, you're going to have variety of things that you're like, eh, you know, I'm really not, I don't need to do this right now. I, I need to recover. Yeah. Instead. And having the virtual ticket available to everybody who goes is actually really good. Cause I figure that, um, it, you know, if we get really overwhelmed, we can actually just go back to the hotel room and sit for an hour or go and like find a lobby or something to sit in and actually just like watch it mm-hmm. on our phones or like, you can sort of still see what's going on, but just chill for a bit. Um, I mean, Twitter obviously is going to keep us up to date with any, <laughs> with any <laughs> like amazing, uh, like developments or whatever, I imagine. So it's one of the things I've got to do actually is work out how I'm going to get data on my phone in the US. Yeah. We, the last two times we've traveled, we, it's, it can be very expensive. <laughs> yeah. Um, I can't, I need to look up what the roaming is on my phone or whether I need to get a different SIM card or something like that. So, um, that's one of the things I've got to do. I've got travel insurance now, uh, and I've got my, uh, Esther visa waiver form sitting here. I need to finish doing that. Um, to make sure we've got all the right visas. Um, there is currently a problem with my BlizzCon ticket, which is a bit unfortunate. It won't turn up at the place oh, no. that it's supposed to turn up to on my phone. Like I've got it, but it's not on the app. <laughs> so I need to spend, they're supposed to be sorting out for me, but I haven't heard from them for a couple of weeks. So I need to. I should really check in on that. What is the app that I'm supposed to be? Oh, the AXS. It's all done through AXS. Uh, and we've had a few problems. So yes, you should probably um, have a look and make sure that's working for you. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think I'm mostly, I think I'm mostly ready to go now. It's very exciting. Well, that's awesome. That's all. Yeah. I'm very excited for you guys to come out. Yeah. It's going to be really good to um, see you guys. Yeah. It's going to be, and, and it's fun that we're, you know, we're activating for several days. Yeah. So it's not just a short visit like you and I got when we were in London yeah. amidst, all the other trips that we were taking that that ventured out there. Yeah, I mean, you you made the best of your time in London. <laughs> oh, we did, and it was like <laughs> this is the first year actually, and I don't think I've told many people this this coming summer. I don't even know if I'm going to San Diego Comic Con because it's my in laws' fiftieth anniversary this fall. Oh wow! And we're taking the entire family on a cruise and the only time we could get everybody off is that week. So I could technically go Saturday and Sunday, but I would be literally driving out Saturday morning after being on plane. Yeah. Um, so I might do Saturday, might do Sunday, maybe. But when I came out to visit you, I had been at, San Diego Comic-Con, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. We flew out on Sunday. 
And then we did a week. I think you were towards the, well, I think you were actually towards the beginning of the week. Yeah. I think it was like so, a Tuesday night or something. Yeah. So we weren't exhausted yet. <laughs> By the time we got on, we did a, a week in, in London and then we did, um, we did a, a two-week cruise to Iceland and all that. Yeah. And by the time we got on the cruise ship, I looked at my husband and I'm like, "I don't talk to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I need to. I need to sleep for like to a just day. Just like unwind. Or oh, this is uh, this is the good thing about the way that this holiday's worked out is that um, is that we have enough time to come and spend a couple of days chilling in Palm Springs. <laughs> like I've actually because I, I was looking at like all of the timings and stuff and I was like I bet if I said to Joe please can I have 48 hours in Palm Springs he'll say yes. <laughs> so I was like, yes absolutely. <laughs> um, which is quite good to just kind of just really really chill for a bit before going because I think uh, in some ways I think the Minneapolis leg is going to be quite it's probably going to be almost as full on as the BlizzCon bit in terms of like mm-hmm. meeting yeah. people, because there's people like, again, there's people who want to spend a chunk of time with us and we want to spend a chunk of time with them. Um, and uh, we're, we're there for like four days. I think. Well, we arrive on the Wednesday and we're flying out on the Sunday. Um, so I think it's good. I think that's also going to be a little bit like lots of stuff going on. So it's quite good that we get a couple of days in the middle where we can just be like, ah, oh, and now we chill. And you have a dog. Absolutely. So um, that's like ideal for chilling with. That's what dogs are for. Yes. And, and they are supposed to be the best breed. He's a Havanese. So the best breed at like stress relief. Oh, there you go. Stress relief dog. There we go. Yeah. Perfect. 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 So, and, and while, while we're talking about this, this is good because you can do a trial run and then hopefully after you've had the experience, then, then maybe I can start planning for, you know, a geek to geek network tour and we can visit each other and it'd yeah. be a lot of fun that way maybe go and and head out to minneapolis to see all the people that yeah. apparently are at geek mecca minneapolis. yeah it's amazing i i don't like i didn't i had no idea that, uh, that minneapolis was so like amazing <laughs> but- yeah oh, and, and we we visit our friends there and it's beautiful it's absolutely beautiful though it's kind of my vibe like i wouldn't if it wasn't for the snow i would consider it as a place to live right okay that's cool yeah all right well awesome well i'm glad we were able to do this i'm sure people are like so what is the podcast again we're just planning people and we thought maybe it would be fun to, yeah. to share it with you <laughs> and if you didn't enjoy it well never mind come back next week it'll be something completely different <laughs> Yes, I think next week we might actually have Ray back. Oh, um, awesome. I, I am having my last week's episode has not gone out yet because I have had major computer problems that oh, I'm hoping no. to fix once I get off the call. Um, I think I have to re-edit the first half of the last episode because no. if it's not, it keeps crashing my audio programs. So I apologize for not getting out episode uh, 156 on time. But um, there was a point to saying this. Um, next week, I think we're going to have Ray, and I think we're going to talk about the Joker, which I am very nervous about and wondering if I should oh, really, yeah. if I should really be spending money on it because yeah. I hear it's kind of not the type of stuff we want to support. But yeah. I kind of feel I have to, so we'll we'll see how we're going to navigate this. I have a concern, certainly. Uh, I'm so because we go to the cinema every week. I go to a cinema that does a like, um, so I pay eighteen pounds a month, and I can see as many films as I like. Oh, nice! 
um, which is really cool. I don't actually make as much use of it as I should do uh, because these days I have, I'm very busy. I have a stressful job and I have a horse and all these kind of things. But um, it means that whenever I see a film that I'm like, that was really shit. It's like, well, I didn't really pay to see that film. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just, I paid generally to go to the cinema on a monthly basis, but at no point did I say, yes, I give that film my money. So yeah, I feel a bit better about it, but uh, yeah, I'm, we will see it. Undoubtedly, we will see it. But yeah, I have a, I have a concern. I have several yeah. concerns. Well, so I'll be, I'm very excited to, decisions. I'll be very excited <laughs> to hear what you and Ray think of it. Definitely. <laughs> um, do you have any shout outs for this week? Uh, just generally to anybody who's going to be at BlizzCon, um, come and come and say hi. <laughs> We'd love to meet you. Awesome. And uh, I'm going to shout out to the people at the Red Eye 10s International Play Festival. Um, if you are in, I just had it. If you are in um, Tennessee, Virginia, Ohio, Germany, China, or India, um, I'm going to have a link to Red Eye 10s um, page. And they will have festivals somewhere in your country. On the 19th of October, I believe. So all the information will be, uh, linkable into my, into our show notes. So if you want to go kind of support people who are doing this, that, that would be awesome because it's a fun little thing to do and everybody's a little bit differently. It sounded really cool. Yeah. So that is there. All the music in this episode is by Ben Sound and is being used under a Creative Commons license. You can find more music by Ben Sound at bensound.com. Geektitude is a proud member of the geek to geek Network. Check out other geek to geek shows such as the geek to geek Podcast, Tea Time with Katie and Chelsea, Dragon Quest FM, and Sometimes Rob. Also check out our Twitch streamers, Capsule J and Troidal Power, and make sure to join our Reddit community at r forward slash geek to geek cast or join us in Slack or Discord where you can chat with us in real time. You can currently find us at geektitude.com as well as on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, and most other podcatchers out there. Please leave us a review and spread the word. If you'd like to contact me, you can send me an email at joehogan at geektitude.com. You can also follow the show on Twitter at geektitude or me personally at Epic Grays. Uh, Raven, where can we find you? Uh, you can find Girls Gone Wow at GDW Show or at girlsgonewow.net or on Discord at girlsgonewow.net slash Discord. Um, you can find me personally at Silky Raven on Twitter or lurking around in my Discord channel. Yes. <laughs> well, thank you for, for coming in and uh, hanging out with me this morning. I know you were going right into another podcast. <laughs> uh, I've got an hour, actually, which is quite good. So, uh, yeah, no, yeah, um, that's uh, absolutely fine. It's been delightful. Thank you very much for having me. Yes. And we'll, we'll have to make sure that it's not two years before we get no, to No, definitely. <laughs> yeah, definitely not. And you'll have to come back on our show, too, as well, at some point. In fact, I, I mean, I guess you'll be on probably bits of our, our show that go out during BlizzCon. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> All right. Well, and for all the rest of you out there, remember this week, keep it geek. Hey, Geektitude listeners. I love gaming just as much as Joe loves gaming. And we love to talk about World of Warcraft and talk with people about it. So listen to Frazzlecast, a weekly podcast where we talk with people from around Azeroth and beyond. Find us at gnomepodcast.com or in your favorite podcast players. Just for spelling the name, it's F-R-A-Z-L-C-A-S-T. I should have thought better for naming that.